everyone, my name is Megan and this is Girl Almighty, a lifestyle podcast where I talk about everything and anything that I basically want to. During this episode, Dana and I will be talking about racial injustice. Hi Dana, thank you for coming to talk on Girl Almighty. That was a terrible Hi, like, introduction. Hi <laughs> Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So I want to start this episode by saying how we know each other. Yeah. Um, we definitely work together. And I feel like, okay, so I feel, I feel like I've known you longer than I really have. Honestly, I feel like that connection is just like there. But we've only known each other for like a year. Is it been a year? Because I was about to tell you, I don't remember when you started, to be completely honest. It's been a year! <laughs> Congratulations for surviving a year. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay, so I'm going to dive right in. On this episode today, we're going to talk about racial injustice. Just so everyone knows, because they can't see you on the screen, Dana is a black queen. I'm a um, black well, slash Jamaican slash Guyanese black woman. <laughs> oh, I like that. Okay, okay. Ooh, I, I'm like a queen. I love that. Okay. So I'm going to read what I Googled on racism first, okay? Okay. So racism is a belief that groups of humans possess different behavioral traits corresponding to physical appearance and can be divided based on the superiority of one race over another. So Google's not lying. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> when it, yeah, when it says a superiority of one race over another, that's literally what racism is. That sure um, is. What is your opinion on it? What is your definition? Tell me everything. Um, so I was actually just talking to, about this with my sister this morning. And we were having, like, such a hard time, like, pinpointing, like, an actual, like, definition. Because it's, like, so complex. There's so many different, like, layers to it. Since, like, this whole thing is just really complex in general. But what I wrote down is that basically racism and racial injustice is, it's, like, a system of putting down people based on their race alone. So, like, with racial injustice, it could literally mean, like, in your own race group or, like, at work or at school or just anything in general. It doesn't have to be, like, a certain specific uh, actual, like, occasion. Like, you know how those people have, like, certain points where they talk about, oh, this happened to me. Like, it's all around. Like, it's everywhere. So that's what I think racial injustice means. It could literally just be anywhere at all. I, I feel like completely there's – and it's not just one race that's happening, too. You know what I mean? That, it's just – Right. That's right. everywhere. It, um, it happens. So not just black people. It just happens to different races. It's literally just – the idea of someone thinking their race is better than another race. You would think that, like, 2020, it's 2020. I know this year has been horrible. But, like, come on. We have done so much 
and we are still struggling with race issues. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I, I just, th- there's so much more to worry about than not be a nice person. You know what I mean? I, just, I oh. know! <laughs> I was Literally. just talking about that. So, as, like, a kid, like, growing up, were you aware of your skin color at all? Because some kids don't notice things. Did you notice anything? I did, definitely. When I have a story, <laughs> I'm going to make it Go quick, ahead, yeah. but um, I first noticed my different, like, me being black when I was in first grade, and I'm the only black girl in the class. And there's a whole bunch of white people around me and a whole bunch of white kids. And there's this one girl, and she hated me. And she told everybody that she didn't like me because I was black. She was like, I don't like black people. And literally when I heard this, I was I freaked out because at first I was like, I don't, what? What? Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm a kid. I don't even realize, like, I'm different than everybody else because of my skin color. So I was, like, freaking out. And my friend at the time, he was like, we have to go tell the teacher. We have to go talk about this. And I was like, no, like, I don't want to, I don't want to get her in trouble. And then me being a nice person. (laughs) And so he, he goes and tells the teacher and me and the girl have a conversation outside the classroom about how that affects me. And it made me so uncomfortable. And I was like, oh, I am different. Like, I'm so completely different than everybody else. And it just, it was, like, so weird. That whole experience was so weird. And that was, like, the first time I've really noticed, like, oh, I'm completely different than everybody else in my class and just in life in general. And, like, especially with my hair, because for black women, we get a lot, a lot of flack for our hair. Because when I was younger a lot of girls would just be like, why aren't you straightening your hair? Your hair should be straightened. Da, 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 da. It shouldn't be curly. It shouldn't be um, up in braids. Like, it was just so much stuff against everything that, like, I was. And it made me realize, like, oh, maybe I should be more like that race or this and da, 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 da. But luckily, I didn't have that much, like, self-hate. So I was like, mm, no. <laughs> so I feel like that's when I realized, like, oh, I'm a different race than everybody else, the ma- the majority of everybody else in my class. You you have to question, since you were children, if mm-hmm. that girl's parents had influence on her. You know what I mean? That's what I was thinking. Because I'm like, now that I look back at it, I'm like, where would she get that from? Cause she, I'm like, what? <laughs> that had to be something from her family, unfortunately. I know. And the weird part about it is that she wanted to be my friend afterwards. Oh. I know. Isn't that something? Okay. Okay. so weird. I didn't want to be friends with her, but she really no. wanted to be friends with me. <laughs> yeah. No, it was wild. It was a wild time in first year. It was so much drama. <laughs> When you were younger, you had experiences like that, but as an adult where you're fully aware of things and you notice things more, do you ever still deal with racial profiling, like at work, at uh, the grocery store, anything like that? Yes. Hands yeah. down, yes. Um, 
there's like a few incidents that I remember. Um, there was this like one time I went to this hair supply store to like I get hair for my braids and stuff. Mm. So we went to the supply store and the cashiers are not usually um, African American or black, but they're usually not of people of color. So they tend to profile us when we go there. And I remember there was like two incidents where they would follow us around and give us dirty looks thinking that we were like going to steal. And I'm like, we're going to pay for these things. Like we need the stuff for our hair, but they literally were following us around the whole store. They were like giving us dirty looks. There was this one dude, I was like messing with a tester because I wanted to smell the like fragrance of it. And he literally was like, make sure you're using the tester. And I'm like, I am. And he didn't do it to anybody else. So I'm sitting there like, what? 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 <laughs> and it just, especially, I feel like sometimes at work, I do get profiled a little bit. Not like bad, bad profiling, but it's like stereotypes that they give to me at work. And like, sometimes I feel like our bosses don't really like, they don't intentionally do it, but they're like subconsciously doing it to me. And it irritates my soul. It irritates me so much. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't even know what to do about it because there's, like, nothing I can do. Honestly, I okay, I got to tell you my my terrible not living up to the same thing um, mm -hmm. problem. So I one time <laughs> I had I had blue hair, um, went to a store with my friend who was, like, 100% Mexican. Like, like mm -hmm. you can't think of anything else. Uh, when you see him. Um, yeah. We were the only ones in the store. And for some reason, we kept getting followed around. Like, and the store was, was pretty so big, so you can see. And the thing is, when I think about that, I think that is nothing compared to what black people are dealing with these days. You right. know what I mean? Right. I was right. aggravated at the time, but what other people are dealing with, I, I can't even imagine the feelings. I don't know. Yeah. No, it sucks. It sucks because it feels like you can't be trusted. And it's not even anything that you did. It's literally based on your skin color. And I'm like, and stereotypes that have nothing to do with you. I feel like, for me personally, I get, like, so tired of it. I'm like, I don't even know what to do at this point. Like, I don't even know what to say to, like, help that, that conversation. Because I feel like everyone's just going to do it. And I'm like, no, it's not right. Ah. <laughs> There's a lot of, like, I hate not to be, like, I'm not defending anybody. This is not right. offensive at all. But the age factor of a lot of people right now, like, for example, my mom's not one of them, but, like, but like mm -hmm. people her age, back then, racial profiling was a thing. You know what I mean? Right. So I'm not being like rude. When everyone when everyone dies out, like I don't know how <laughs> I don't know how it's gonna be after that. But you know um, what I mean. I think they teach their children that uh, kind of speak. So I feel like it's just we have to educate people because they're teaching their children the same ways they were taught. It's a cycle. Yeah.
think you can help people learn. Which is, honestly, my next question, with the way things are right now in the world, what is something you want people to know? I want them to just listen. I want them to hear other people of color's experiences. I want to try and understand what we're going through. And we we are in pain. Like, we're fighting every day to feel like we're seen. And, like, I had a, a whole story to go with this. There was this one time in high school, there was this really bad incident my sophomore year. And this dude, he decided to print how to, like, sell slaves, a pamphlet, essentially. And he posted it on people's lockers. Luckily, it didn't get on mine, but it did get on um, another one of my black classmates' locker. And um, we had a whole conference about it. And the school really didn't really do anything about it. He got suspended for like two weeks that was it and I was irritated by that because like they're not listening but um and we had a whole conference and at the conference this one girl that this one incident stuck out to me because it just made me realize like wow like nobody actually listens and she said she was like I didn't think this thing actually happened she's like Mm. I see it on the tv but I don't like I didn't know it was like it happens in real life. And I'm like, what? Oh my you God. have to be aware of these things. Like, you have to know. And that's what I want people to, like, realize is, like, you have to realize that these things are happening every day. Every day. I wrote on my blog, I don't know, whenever, March maybe? I'm not quite sure. Mm-hmm. About, like, um, Blackout Tuesday and Black Lives Matter. And right. so I want you to tell me, as a white female, how can I do better and be a better ally? Just to listen. Like, I just want you guys to listen to us and, like, hear us. And you can support us, like, definitely. You can do those Blackout Tuesdays and the Black Lives Matter stuff. We appreciate that. We love that. We support that. We want you guys to hear and and like even if you have to educate some other people who don't understand like please do that but don't speak for us because mm-hmm. we do have our voices too we want you to be an ally we don't want you to overpass us and like i i think that's what i want you guys to do and i feel like most people do support us and the whole movement in general um but those there's some who just don't really get with the program because they don't want to be it, they don't want to be in a political issue, which I don't even think it's a political issue. But whatever, that's a whole different topic. <laughs> so human rights that we're trying to fight for. I feel like this episode too was a good conversation to have, um, mm-hmm. and I'm very happy that people listen to podcasts now because they yes. realize. What really really stuck out to me was when you said you are in pain. That it yeah. makes me kind of want to not kind of it makes me want to cry. And yeah, it feels like because it feels like we can't win. No matter what we do, we will always be second, and we will always be pushed down no matter what. And it's heartbreaking. It's so annoying. Like at work, 
I I do my best, and you know that. I try to do my best. Oh, my gosh, and it feels yes. like sometimes – I know other people feel like this, too, but it feels like sometimes I can't win. You as a person, I know that you are black, but as a mm-hmm. person – you should be raised up for your kind soul, for right. for everything you've said to me that has been so freaking nice, for supporting me, for everything. <laughs> I can't. There's just no words that I don't. When you said, you also said, I have to say this real quick, too. I know a girl who I don't mm-hmm. think has a job. I'm pretty sure she doesn't have a job. But she lives, like, in New York and does every right. single, like, Black Lives Matter protest. And she's she's right. white. And I understand, but I think she's trying to do what you said not to do, which is overpower them. Right. Do not speak for you. And I think she's right. trying to do that. Even by helping, you can you right. can overstep your boundaries. That's right. And I see a lot of this on social media. There's another thing, too, is, like, um, there's, like, this guilt. And I don't want there to be a guilt. I just want you guys to be supportive of us. Like, there, there's this, like, one girl, she, when the whole riots were happening in the protest, she kept apologizing to me, and she was like, I'm, like, I support you, like, I don't know what to say, but, like, I'm here, and I was like, I totally get that, but you don't need to apologize to me. I need you to help me. I need you to hear these conversations that we're having, because I feel like sometimes she felt like, oh, let me just ignore the problem, then I'll go away. Like, no, no. <laughs> It's not, that's not how it works. Like, you can't mm. ignore the problem, and you can't just, like, overpower the problem, too. You know? There has to be this balance. I'm wondering what your opinion and what your heart is telling you. Are we going forward in this society with all this Black Lives Matter? With What, what is your opinion on, um, are we making change right now? Honestly? I feel like yes and no. Okay. Because, like, yes, because of all these protests and everything that's happening with us. But no, because I feel like there's so much more that we have to go through. There's other issues that we need to talk about, too. And there's other things that are holding us back from pushing forward. From Like, like there's so much hate. Like, we are going, we're in a step forward. But we're getting knocked back like ten steps. It makes complete sense. There was a Twitter post. I don't remember where it was. There's so many posts on Twitter. I cannot keep up. <laughs> but it was literally saying like what we have accomplished. But the thing right. is, all I can see is what we can accomplish more. Of. Right. You know what I mean? There's right. always even in even in society like by itself. There's always room to improve, and this is an important issue to improve. Right, right, right. Oh, my God. Let me ask you a question, okay? Yeah, okay. Do you think we're moving forward, or do you think we're moving backward? We're moving backward a little bit because mm-hmm. I don't want to get in this whole, like, top thing, but right. for them to shoot someone innocent or kill someone innocent and not right. be charged – we are moving right. backwards in, in the sense where we are not bringing justice to people who need to be put behind bars. A cop should be held to the same standards as anybody exactly. else. Because exactly. They're there to These, protect and serve. If they can't protect and serve, 
then I don't want it. These these people who are dying, these black people who are dying, when they don't need to be. When you see someone like, oh, the police officer got off or they got suspended, I don't care. You should be behind bars. You, you're a murderer. Right. Right. It's like, oh, they're self-defense. I'm like, where? Like, most of them are unarmed. And, like, the videos, this is the one thing that I like about social media is, like, now we have the cop videos, like, the body armor um, videos. Yes, yes. We actually, like, see what happened because, if like, if we didn't have that, then we wouldn't know what actually happened that day. The answer your question is, I think we're going backwards a little bit. I just, with the whole protest, I do, I do like that we are protesting. I think that's amazing. Yeah. Hearing our voices. Um the whole looting and rioting i understand it i personally would never do it but i understand why they do the things that they do they're frustrated it's very frustrating okay megan how do you feel about this whole situation how like i want your perspective because i know it from my perspective but i don't know it from the outside perspective i can do that because I, okay, this is what I grew up to be taught, was we don't see color. I had a black friend, and I still have her on Facebook, and we live in a predominantly white suburb, if you right. know what I mean. And so I had a black friend. We were we were real good friends. We did birthday parties together. We went to school dances. She was great. She is great. Um, But <laughs> I never thought, oh, black which when I got older that might have been a problem because when I see I when I see on like online people are like you need to recognize us as people too I understand Mm -hmm. that completely it's just I never saw her as black even though I like I knew Mm -hmm. she was black I just and, and I don't know is that a problem that I had when I was younger or is that okay I think when you were younger, it was okay. Okay. But now that you are older and more experienced, I think you you have to see them as a person of color. But people, too. Like, we are humans also. But you have to recognize the color of their skin, too. The whole, the whole I don't see color is, like, basically a diss. Basically, like the All Lives Matter movement, it's just like a a big diss. It's like, oh, you don't see my color, like you don't see me as and my experiences. You're disregarding everything that I went through. That's mm-hmm. that's what it feels like for me personally. I'm not gonna say for everybody else, but I know for me and my family, that's what it feels like. It's like you're disregarding everything that I went through, and I've had people tell me like, oh, like. They, like, try and make me feel crazy about this kind of stuff. And I'm like, no, I'm going through it. This is how I feel. I know how I feel. I know what I'm going through. Please acknowledge my experience. Which is a really good way to put it because, like, my family, we are, like, anti-racist. We love gay people. Mm -hmm. We're really open (laughs) as a family. We were so – it was, like, 2000, and we weren't – we weren't so trying to move forward. You know what I mean? Like we weren't taking action quite like 2020 is. So when my, my friend was, you know, going to school dances with me, 
my mom and me never talked about her being black. We just we just knew her name. We we knew she was friends with me. And as like you said, as an adult, I am diminishing what she has been through. But I like right. you said, I was a child. But as an adult, I can I understand. I respect. I what you guys are going through, what she's going through, what you're going through, what everyone's going through who's black is just mind boggling. But we yes. have to recognize what yes. is happening. We cannot ignore the problem. Because it doesn't go away if you ignore it. Exactly. Amen. <laughs> Dana? Yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna close this off by saying that you are a wonderful person. Oh my gosh. Um, Thank you, Megan. You are too. I'm honored to know you. I was so excited for this podcast. I'm like so excited. <laughs> Okay. Um, thank you, Dana, so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you guys for listening to Girl Almighty. Please subscribe on any platform that you're listening to this podcast on.